0: Hey, bodies. Bodies. Welcome back to the Introvert City Podcast, where we discuss culture, media, and faith from the perspective of an introvert's complex mind.
1: Guys, I don't know about you. I'm Karina. I don't know about you, but I'm Seth. <laughs> is what that what you gonna were going to say? Gonna say? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Probably not. Okay. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I've been in the holiday spirit. Can we get an amen? Can we get a Jesus is born?
0: <sighs> amen. Although it does feel... Every year as I get older it feels less joyful and that's just something I've been thinking about, you know. Yeah. It you ever see those nostalgic like Christmas TikToks and it's like all the things that you used to yeah. feel and do. Make the
1: youth again. It's
0: and maybe it's because like maybe it's because um it's not maybe. snowing anymore. Like in our state we haven't gotten snow in I mean, I think it snowed last year like once.
1: Yeah, but we haven't gotten big snow in we a We haven't a gotten while.
0: big snow, and it's, yeah. it's sad. Okay, we
1: live in Pennsylvania. I think that's okay.
0: Okay, fine.
1: <laughs> we live in Pennsylvania.
0: Man, the how, state. how are the Floridians handling, like, no snow? I wonder. You know that scene from Home Alone where he's like, how can you have Christmas with no Christmas trees? <laughs> I'm seriously wondering that.
1: I mean, I'm sure they still have... I, I mean, I guess there's a vibe about, like, a beachy...
0: Type of Christmas. Uh, Not to offend any of you Floridians that might be listening, but don't you guys like crave like a white wintry snow kind of feel?
1: Or maybe because you grew up in like Florida, you don't care. Like I don't know. That's also true. Like for us, we we only want. I mean, but it is a a a thing, a staple. White like a white Christmas, you know. Yeah. But I I guess I guess you know you're right though. I guess Christmases have been feeling. You know, less like a uh, white Christmas and more like last Christmas.
0: Okay, that and was smooth. Did you get smooth. that one? That was smooth. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> I wrapped it up and said. Whoa. Okay. Ah. So today, we just wanted to hop on, kind of give. Well, okay, we have after this one more episode before 2023 ends. So maybe next episode we can do like a year reflection or something like that. But
1: A year in review.
0: <laughs> no, that's what we did last year.
1: Oh, that is what we did. Yo, Guys, so we
0: have been podcasting for a year officially.
1: We have been.
0: November 15th was our one year anniversary of the podcast. We made a big TikTok and Reel and it was really fun. Got some responses and it's just crazy to think that this was once an idea, once something that we talked about and joked about and seth actually was the one to really push to do it and here we are and we did like okay so you know like spotify wraps does stuff for like artists there's actually if you're a podcaster it, it does like a wrapped for mm-hmm. you as podcasters and Pretty it shows cool. your highest episode it shows how many people listen a lot of you guys we are your number one podcast and we found out that a lot of you guys who listen, actually a, a pretty big chunk of you guys were your number one or your your number in your top five podcasts or whatever. And we just feel very honored. And we hope that we can bring more content to you in 2024 because this is a lot of fun. We ain't stopping. Yes, yes.
1: Also, guys, this weekend, this upcoming weekend. Well, I mean, when you guys are watching this, it'll be after. But in the current day we are, this is December 4th. This upcoming weekend is actually going to be our 3 year anniversary.
0: Mhm.
1: Me and uh my lovely my be- my lovely beautiful Notice gorgeous woman.
0: Notice how he's like trying to dance around what to say to make me happy. What do you mean? What am I going <laughs> to say?
1: My ugly stupid girlfriend.
0: Okay. Yeah. 3 years. She
1: looks so good right now, guys.
0: Really not. We both she, came she from the gym. She looks gorgeous. But anyway, in honor of that, our last episode was our dating advice for high school sweethearts since we met in high school. So, you guys should check that one out. It was fun, but also pretty uh, – we, we took some pretty hard stances on some things. So, you should yeah. you should check that
1: out. If you want to know our stances on um, – Don't. <laughs> I'm like, never mind. Never mind.
0: <laughs> Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy, like controversial. Just like, you know – Dating is is very different, I think, for our generation, so we kind of just talked about all of that stuff. But let's talk about the holidays today. Last year, we did an episode called An Introverted Christmas. We haven't named this one yet. Let us know, guys. What should we name it? An Introverted Christmas 2, a second introverted Christmas? Seth had suggested a homebody's holiday. Thoughts? Wait, what? You suggested a homebody's holiday. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
1: We'll figure it out. Well, I mean, they're already going to know what it is because they're not going to hear this until No, actually, out. that's true. <laughs> now, for many of you know, you know, we're Christians and we believe in God. And for us, it's a very special day. And for all Christians around the world, it's a very special day. Mm-hmm. Um, even non-Christians, it's a very special day as well. And we know that as Christians, it's, you know, celebrating the birth of Christ, um, celebrating what happened on that day, celebrating why it's so important, and also just celebrating family, the fun times. Today, we just kind of want to talk about some fun stuff, Some food that we like to make, maybe some (laughs) movies we like to watch, some places we like to go.
0: Let's start with the movies. I like that. Yes. Most Um, overrated Christmas movie. What is it?
1: um, Most overrated Christmas movie? Well, real quick, let's keep it smaller. How about most overrated Christmas song first? I'm going to go with...
0: Mariah Carey?
1: Wait, No. (laughs) I was going to say that, and I would say something else, but I do agree.
0: You guys, um, both of us worked in retail, and we would hear this song how many times in a single shift. I can't even count.
1: Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong, okay? No, no shade to Mariah, to, to, to Ms. Carey, because she has an amazing voice. She has really great music. Her voice is very influential to in, R&B, in R&B music, but, man, I have heard this song enough. I've heard this song enough. There's a lot of songs I've heard enough. That is one of the songs I've heard enough. It's like enough.
0: I can't let it play on my Spotify playlist. Like yeah. I just can't listen to it. Unironically, you know what I mean?
1: Like it's not outright awful, like "All About That Bass" by Megan Trainer. Okay,
0: we're but not it's not also like about not. That.
1: <laughs> but it's also like not like overly boring, like a song like I don't know, one of Charlie Puth's songs, but like. It's like you're
0: really naming people right now.
1: It's not like an overly like annoying song or anything like that, but it's also not, you know, boring. It's still a good song. I think it's a great track. I think it's wonderfully done. It's well produced. Obviously, her vocals are great. It's just like I'm probably I've already heard this song like 10 times today. I'm going to hear it 10 times tomorrow and 10 times, 20 times, 30 times every day until Christmas, until New Year's, honestly, if we're going to be real um and i just know that mariah is rolling in that dough that christmas dough <laughs> right now as she does every year
0: yeah
1: but i also think another this is a pretty popular one but i think wonderful christmas time by paul mccartney
0: i like that song a,
1: yeah wow that's that's a that's unfortunate for you that
0: was such a wow you were like yeah wow <laughs> a, that was really judgmental I, mean,
1: I just think that the song is like like Paul McCartney is a great songwriter. Paul McCartney is one of the best songwriters of all time. I am um, a Beatles fan personally. I'm a huge Beatles fan. I'm an, I'm kind of a Wings fan as well, but I'm a huge Beatles fan. Um, I love especially the stuff that he writes and co- and 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 front man's for most songs. Um, in particular, I love "Golden Slumbers." I love "Yesterday." Um, both of those tracks are two of my favorite ever. Uh, I think he's great, but at the same time. I think you find where an experimental artist struggles with making just, you know, your average Christmas song. The melody for Wonderful Christmas Time makes me want to cry. And like, oh. and it, like I, I hate it. The wow, 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 wow. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. My grandfather hates it too. <laughs> okay, well. I, but if you like either I of those like songs, it. it's okay. It's okay. What is the best Christmas song? The best Christmas song?
0: I can't be like, you know, basic and say the Christmas song. I mean,
1: that's like one of my favorite songs. Ever. It is
0: like, it, I think that one truly is the best.
1: Yeah, I think there's some that like you can't get past its iconic kind of phase like White Christmas, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree.
0: Yeah. I don't have, like, a singular favorite. I've always loved Mary Did You Know. I think it's so powerful.
1: Yeah, Mary Did You Know is a great track. Yeah. Um, I think Avalon's um, Don't Save It All for Christmas is a really good song. Mm -hmm. Um, I know uh, people out there probably know who Avalon is. I think they were a 90s Christian band, 90s or 2000s Christian band, but um, that's a great song. But also, also... Um, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Is just like amazing, man. Yeah, such a good song. It's it's, It's so good.
0: Puts me right in home alone too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it just makes you think of like seeing the city and lights and like the Empire State Building lit up. Um, and I also, of course, think the Christmas song is great. And I love Last Christmas by Wham. I think it's great. Yeah, think it's great. You like that song?
0: I do. I love it. Can we talk about movies now? Yes. Home Alone 2 is my all-time favorite Christmas movie. I could watch it over and over. Why is that? Oh, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, I couldn't tell you. I just, I grew up, <laughs> like, I grew up with that one. Like, not the first one, not the third one. Like, that one in particular was the one we watched the most. It's My family thinks it's the funniest one. I mean, I yeah, like, I think it's the funniest one.
1: It's pretty good. It's pretty good.
0: I, yeah, I love it. Donald Trump makes a caveat.
1: Donald Trump does make an appearance, but we won't comment on that. Oh We're yeah, I'm not. I'm not
0: saying like whether <laughs> that wouldn't make me love it or hate it.
1: <laughs> he makes an appearance. There you yeah, go. Yeah,
0: I didn't. I didn't know it's that. Cute. The it's first time cute. someone told me that, I was shocked. The same way that he also makes an appearance in um, the Little Rascals.
1: He's so young.
0: Too. I know. It's like, and it's these like t- two second clips.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway,
0: um, I love. The, like anyone
1: the, who wants to find it because people are always like, where is he in, this, in the movie? It's literally when he first walks into the hotel. The,
0: the big hotel. And he's, yeah. like,
1: he's like, so I'm like, where are you going or what are you doing? And yeah, he's yeah. like, it's right over here. That's that. That's where. Find it there, okay? Anyway.
0: Yeah. Solve <laughs> that problem. The Home Alone 2 to, to is really I great. love the message too of the woman that the kid meets. Mm-hmm. Kevin. I, can't, I almost forgot his name. Oh my gosh. Kevin, you know, meets the crazy bird lady and they become like,
1: giving me Kalistar.
0: They become best friends. Speaking of, did you see that he got a, a star in Hollywood?
1: Really? He got
0: a, a star to put in the. Good for him. Yeah. Favorite. That's my favorite one. I also love Jim Carrey's Grinch. I love it. A lot of people really? think it's over the top. <laughs> I know.
1: It is over the top, but that
0: doesn't make it bad. It's iconic. Mm. I love, like, the. the um They really, I feel, brought, like, Dr. Seuss to life in that movie. It was amazing.
1: I the, oh my God, but the sound. On TikTok, that's like one o'clock, jazz jazzercise.
0: <laughs>
1: um, four o'clock, solve word hunger. Tell no one. Yeah, it's become so overused. But it it's, is. It's, it's. I think people either hate it or love it, or have never watched it in their lives. Yeah. Like that. Like I feel like there's not really anything between <laughs> people either love it or hate it. You know. And if that
0: song, "Where Are You Christmas," came from that movie, and it's like.
1: Yeah, it is in that movie. Oh my like, gosh, th- it is in that movie.
0: That song is. Like changed my life is a Where little, which I want to bring up later. I want to talk about the philosophy of why we're starting to not feel Christmas anymore. But that can be for the end. Okay. <laughs> what about your favorite movie?
1: Um. So I think I think this is and this is a pretty popular Christmas movie. But I think White Christmas is just like the perfect type of Christmassy film. Yeah, you know, say whatever you want with its flaws or whatever. But I think as a Christmas movie, it's just perfect. I think it's everything you want out of a Christmas movie. Great songs, uh, great cast, really great cast, um, very funny cast, which I still think a lot of the jokes are still so fresh and a lot of the choreography is so fresh. Um, I think there's actually a really lot, a lot of really cool, like influential and innovative choreography and like jokes and songwriting in that movie.
0: It's timeless. It
1: really is. Like that, I th- um, for me, dancing and the contemporary scene are like two of my favorite. Scenes in any movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think, uh, as many of you know, I used to be a dancer, so that just like seeing like a uh, Danny Kaye uh, in particular, it was just like a huge influence on like you know like me my my love for performance. So I and that that's just it's just a great movie. It's also just really great. It's just nice. It's warm. The message is really nice. The ending is really sweet, and it just makes you feel great. Like that scene where they all line up and. There's, and um, the, 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 the general is walking through and he's like, You guys are awful, disgusting, ridiculous, but it's the most beautiful thing I've seen, or you're the best bunch of boys I've ever looked at. It's just so hard. It just, it really touches you. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another one that I love <sighs> I love Arthur Christmas if has any if anyone has seen Arthur Christmas um, it's a animated uh, i think it's ardman or dreamworks or it's ardman and dreamworks it's such a it's such a bop of a movie it's so good it's 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 hilarious it's got a great voice cast james mcavoy is arthur christmas mm-hmm. um it's got a great voice cast the animation still looks really great yeah and it's a warm movie and that has one of the most like like the message in that movie like Touches me on a different level. I want to explain it because, like... Because, basically, Arthur, he's Santa Claus's son. And, like, him and his brother... His brother's, like, you know, he's the one that everyone thinks is going to, like, be the next Santa Claus. And Arthur is kind of, like, you know, the other brother. But he's, like, a great guy. He's just... He's so good. He's so joyful. He's just such a good person. But, like, throughout the whole movie, everyone is just trying to push him down. And he, like, refuses. And he almost breaks. But it's, like, because... I won't even say what – I can't even say what the climax of the movie is. But it's like that – the point is that it's a really, really, really good message. And the ending and, like, the, the resolve, it's so fresh. And it gets me every time. It's such mm. a good scene. Uh, yeah. Also, he sings Silent Night backwards, which is just really good and really funny.
0: Oh, interesting. Guys, Seth was, like, shaking with passion. <laughs> it's
1: it it's a heartwarming movie and no, like No, but you, I
0: love that. I've never seen it, but
1: I feel like a lot and that's the thing that kind of sucks. I feel like a lot of people kind of swept it under the rug. Mm. Cuz it came out in a kind of a weird time. I think it was like 2015, 2016. Also Rise of the Guardians is a great movie. You ever seen Rise of the Guardians? Mm-mm. Oh
0: gosh, I can't believe the... I forgot to mention Elf too. Elf 2? No, Elf. But like Elf TOO.
1: Yeah, Elf. <laughs>
0: Elvis is a good one. We so have funny, some man. history with Polar Express. We do. That was oh wow. <laughs> f- that was the first movie we went to see together because our theater was doing like a they were playing it.
1: I will actually consider that our first date because that was the first date where we actually admitted to having feelings for each other.
0: Yeah, let's not get into too deep into that. <laughs> no, I'm
1: just saying, but like that was the fir- that was the first actual meeting up us up where we were like. Yeah, we should date, and then we started dating. Then I met your parents, and then yes. Yeah.
0: Did you I hold Mr. my hand? Did you hold my hand that night? I don't think mm-hmm. you did. No, because you well, didn't. Uh, well, because we you... weren't there yet.
1: We weren't there yet. Because <laughs> like we didn't even know if we wanted to call ourselves boyfriend and girlfriend yet.
0: I know you wanted to hold my hand. I did. But you didn't.
1: I did. I wanted to hold your hand and I wanted to call you my girlfriend, but we weren't there yet. <laughs>
0: That was a super fun date. And Polar Express in general is just a great movie. Yeah. Is there a movie you think is overrated?
1: So I can't say Polar Express.
0: You think um, it's overrated? No, I just think that... You do.
1: it. The animation I don't think holds up as well as it used to. What? I think, I think that the city where they end up in the North Pole is great. I think the train... And them on the ice is a great scene. Yeah. But the character models, yikes, bruh.
0: Okay. Some of it is like, like, when people talk
1: about Uncanny Valley, Polar Express is what so many people bring up.
0: I guess so. That, that.
1: Especially the little girl. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> you know how she like hunches forward? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and the song sucks. What the song? The song that her and the little boy sang. The, <gasps> na, da, na, 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 na. I never hear a sound.
0: Okay. I can't believe you just said that.
1: It's so bad. I'm I hate it. Super.
0: I'm actually very offended that you said that. That's, if you
1: love it, it's okay. That's
0: such a sentimental part of the movie.
1: It drags. It's a
0: crossing of bridges. It's showing that like those kids, no matter where their background is, no matter like what their family status is, that they can come together on Christmas. I can't believe you just said that.
1: Yeah, but I feel like an even like a- an even better showing of that is when like he finds his present. And it says to not open till Christmas, showing that like everyone has the right to be get a gift on Christmas. I think a great that's a great moment. And, the song... and when Santa gives each of them like their ticket back, that's such a good scene. Okay. Also, and I know some people. I think Josh Groban's "Believe" is a great song. It's a little overdone though. <laughs> it's a little of course over course. Top.
0: But the beginning all is these great. Opinions. But the beginning
1: is great. The do 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 do. Also, Stephen Tower's in the movie, and that's great. That's a that's a that's a 10 out of 10. Moment. OK, so
0: so Seth doesn't like Polar Express, even though that literally started our relationship. Cool, 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 cool.
1: I like it. I just don't love it anymore. What I do love is the memory of it. Did they play it for you in school? Yeah. Yeah, that was what I always waited for every Christmas. So,
0: OK, so do you feel like when you watch it, you don't feel the same way as when you watched it when you were a kid?
1: <sighs> yeah, I mean, when it was when I was a kid, Polar Express was like. Like I don't know if y'all remember, but like Polar Express was huge mm-hmm. when we were kids, especially Polar Express. I don't know when it came out. Was it the late '90s, early 2000s? It uh, was sometime. I don't know. Um, but I think it came out when we were like babies. But like that movie was huge, and especially like the late 2000s to early 2010s. Of course, still a big movie, but like it was really big. Um, so we would watch it literally all the time during Christmas for anything. Um, At any event, it was always like, we're going to play on the Polar Express for kids. We're going to play the Polar Express for kids here. We're going to play the Polar Express for your last day of school here. It was always that yeah. that way. Um, and so I think it was like an event. And it's like you waited for it because you were like, now when we, whenever we finish the movie, we're going to go on break. And this will be the yeah. last thing, you know? So I think that's a good memory. But now watching it kind of as an adult, it's like,
0: well, I, it's good. For but, me, I actually feel like it brings back that feeling of nostalgia in school. And that's why I love it. I guess it's everyone associates with it differently.
1: Also, just quick shout-outs. I love the Rankin Bass films as well. Um, I love uh, *A Year Without Santa Claus* and the the original *Grinch* movie. Of course, Rudolph. I think I think I think they're cute movies. Um, yeah, I think I think they're very cute. *A Christmas Carol* with Scrooge McDuck. I think it's so good. Mm. I think it's great. That's all. I think it's.
0: Great. Oh yeah. You didn't even mention that Shout one. out Jim Carrey for, <laughs> for doing A Christmas Carol as well. I, my family, like we, that's our tradition every single year. So, okay, going back to the, what we were saying about the Polar Express. I don't want to end on a depressing note, but I did want to talk about like, I was having, I saw a, like two years ago, I think, I was hanging out with like a church friend, a girl who's younger than me and who kind of would always, look up to me. You know how when you're like six, you look up to the girl who's 12 and you're like, I want to be like her. Like that's the kind of relationship we had and now she's older, she's in middle school and obviously I'm in college and we were talking and she was like, yeah, like Christmas just doesn't feel the same anymore and I'm like, in my head I'm like, girl, you're in middle school, like you should still be enjoying it. I should be the one who's like feeling that way so I wonder if we're feeling that way because kids are growing up too fast, they're getting phones at eight years old and they're getting...
1: there's a controversial opinion there yeah
0: and I'm not talking about you know
1: or not controversial opinion but there is an there is a hot take and a hot um, conversation to have about that topic
0: sure I do think kids are growing up really fast and skipping the awkward stage and all of that but do you think like the feeling of Christmas is associated with childhood
1: I think the feeling of Christmas when you're a kid is associated with gift giving and i think nowadays i think people don't understand the importance of good gift giving really and i want and because here's the thing we always say that oh christmas isn't always about the gifts but i actually think that the idea of waking up and opening that gift from a special someone and seeing that they got you what you wanted that's like an emotional connection you build in that little moment it's small but it's special cuz it doesn't always happen whereas nowadays you know like with with the with amazon you know temu (laughs) um wish whatever uh kids can just kids are kind of just like oh i see this online and now so many kids have like amazon accounts when they're like 10 11 12 they can buy Mm -hmm. whatever they want and they're and with parents giving kids allowances in the more you know digital way now kids can kind of do whatever they want when it comes to buying stuff kids don't really have to ask their parents anymore for things um especially in this day and age mm-hmm. and so I just feel like the art of gift giving has been turned into like people I look at this as this as an egotistical thing where it's like you shouldn't just want Christmas for gifts but also at this point where it's like Christmas is just about getting your kids whatever looks cool on the shelf you know not actually teaching them the importance of gift giving the importance of being around your family in that moment
0: or the importance of waiting yeah, like I, Ooh. I really think we're in a patience Ooh. crisis, mm, and I good. say that as an impatient person. I wasn't as a kid able to just get whatever I wanted whenever I wanted. Like my parents knew what I wanted, and I, I like instinctually knew that they bought it for me. I knew it was under the tree, and I knew that I had to wait weeks to open it. And <sighs> that anticipation, anticipation was just building and building. And then, like you said, it does create like a sense of connection and joy. And I don't think that you know of course not every family is able to get their kids exactly what they want and that feeling but but the feeling of like i got you something that i know you will love i i did something for you and i want you to wait for it i think it's an important life lesson mm-hmm. and that's not happening anymore
1: you know yeah yeah that's uh, that's actually a really good point there is an art in like kind of feeling like what's under the tree is you know, you almost know what it is, but it's like, like obviously that that big bike back, that big box back there is probably a bike. That big box back there is probably a guitar. But that moment of finally opening it and having your dreams kind of made true, and understanding that your parents actually cared about what they got for you, I think that's a problem too. I think a lot of parents just give their kids electronics or whatever is most popular oh, to no. kind of just. <laughs> this is getting into a kind of a, a dicey yeah. talk, but I think honestly too, a lot of parents nowadays. Just get their kids whatever they want whenever they ask for it, you know? So it's yeah. like a kid will ask for something. Like, they're like, I want this now. And they just get it to them because they don't want. I think this also comes into an idea of actual parenting styles and the issues with millennial parents. No, because I just I just watched a
0: video this week.
1: I've been seeing so many TikToks.
0: Millennials about and how the millennials are the ones raising iPad kids and yes. stuff. I would love to do an episode on that. But that can be for That's another. That's a day. controversial. That can be for though. another day. Um,
1: but and of course, we're not sitting here saying all millennials or Gen or Gen Xers or early Gen Z parents are just awful parents. Not all of them are. But I think in general, we're just in an electronic age. We're in a digital age where you know a kid at the age of ten wants an iPhone, and AirPods, and an iPad, and a Mac. You know, all of them. So. And even kids at like five years old have the leapfrogs or whatever, or their own little iPads. Most kids now are being exposed to electronics when they're like two or three. So, you know, I, I wasn't exposed to that yeah. when I was two or three. Like, yeah, I got my phone at a decent age, but yeah. I didn't have a phone when I was like five. We're the guinea or seven. pigs.
0: Our generation really is the guinea pigs of like what happens when you expose a kid to everything that's out there. And I'm not blaming everything on electronics because I don't want to be ignorant like that. I understand. Other things happen, you know, growing up in general and understanding the world better in general does kind of just make the nostalgic feeling kind of fade a little bit. But I think there's things you can do to bring it back. Like something that I did this year while my family was putting up the Christmas tree. I'm very bad at living presently. And I really tried to live presently while I was doing that. I like I put my phone in another room and we played Christmas music while we put up the tree and I like slowed down. And I actually was intentional about laughing and talking to my family. Mm-hmm. And then the Christmas song came on and I got super emotional because I was like, this moment I will never have again. And I love it. And I felt kind of that nostalgic, wintry Christmas feel. So, you know, I think there's little things that you can do to slow down and to, to feel it again.
1: All right, guys. All in all, I think we had a really good progressive conversation today about Christmas Parenting, (laughs) but even just about our favorite things and our favorite things to do, you know, and our favorite type of experiences, whether it be movie, music, or even just the art of gift giving. Yes, which I think are all very important things to talk about during Christmas. Because I just want to say one thing: (laughs) what?
0: (laughs) Do not give in to the social hype pressure to spend all your money and get you know get twelve of your friends a million gifts. Sometimes gift giving can be emotional as well, so Yeah. yeah, don't feel pressured. But yeah, continue. That's
1: a good point. <laughs> um, but I think it's very important to talk about all these things because the movies, the cookies you guys ba- bake, you know, the warm cookies, the hot chocolate, the big turkey you bake. You know, people do turkeys on Christmas. The I movies don't. you watch, the music you listen to, sitting around the fireplace. Those are all small things that make a big event, a big moment, a big t- a big moment in time. Um, that is Christmas mm-hmm. and the holidays and that's what's important. you know As long as you can be with people that you enjoy and you know you, you, you feel like it's a real getaway from your normal life experience and you're just having fun, that's all that really matters.
0: That was very well said. Thank you, Seth. And with that, we will have this episode up and running probably second week of December. You guys know our schedule
1: chestnuts roasting on an open open
0: fire fire. (laughs) we love you guys have a very 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 christmas bye